Due to a shitload of swearing and some graphic conversations, listener discretion is advised. And there came a day. A day unlike any other. When Earth's mightiest heroes found themselves united against a common threat. To fight the foes no single superhero could withstand. On that day... The Avengers were born. I fuck, I don't even know what episode this is. But we're back with we're gonna crack open the Cinephiles once again. Yeah. Um okay, cool. So for Cinephiles, um we so I was in Comic Con this year and uh, one of the cool one of the, the uh, cool but lame things um, that I found out was that Avengers wasn't promoting at all, even though it comes out next year, which w- would have been primed to, to do yeah, during Comic Con. Fucking Disney. Well, it, it's it's no, it's smart on Disney's part because now they've I- assured that people are going to attend their event, right? D twenty three, D twenty three, the yeah. big Disney Expo, where it's like if you like if you like Snow White, you're <laughs> gonna fucking love. D23. If you got a hard on for Nemo, yeah. If you like Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> like, um. So the big thing was, and it still hasn't been released on the internet, but they re, they aired the first uh, like a, a four no not the first but like um, four it, minutes of footage. Well, it, not the first four minutes, but four minutes the uh, general four minutes of footage for the Avengers movie that's coming out next year. I think how did that not leak there. yet? That's gotta leak somewhere. Well, because Disney's fucking hardcore. They got hardcore lawyers and everything, man. Uh, but what I was going to get at is, uh, for those of you that watched Captain America during the credits, there was the first kind of preview for Avengers, which was really quick. It was really, really quick, and not a lot was seen. But this is apparently really, really cool. So, um, for comic book fans, I'll, I'll try to. I'm going to do the breakdown of, of the trailer essentially because they've already released the description. But I'll, I'll try to explain shit as we're going through, right? But I thought it was amazing, and I'm pretty fucking excited because um, this could be either really terrible or really fucking awesome. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get right into it. One way or the other. Okay, so the first scene starts with the villain Loki from Thor. He was the villain from Thor, uh, for those of you that have seen it. he, um, If you recall, uh, his fate at the end of Thor was that he he put himself because you can you uh, uh, Loki can put himself in human bodies which is something that happened in Thor remember when he was in, in captured by shield he walked into the room yep. he was a soldier yep. at the end of the movie Loki was uh, revealed to be in in a uh, in the body in, in yeah what's her name uh, Pat, the professor. Padme Padme's what's the actress's name Natalie Portman Natalie pa- Padme <laughs> <laughs> uh, Natalie Portman's <laughs> professor or mentors he in in him and then uh, uh, Nick Fury approached him to take a look at the cosmic cube which was the weapon from from uh, Captain America which I still don't believe is a weapon I think it's it's the key to uh, transporting back to Asgard, so and, and which means that's that Red where you Skull, think Red Skull went. I think Red Skull is alive. Did he do either, that in the either he went to Asgard, or he went to another one of the realms, which could explain the scroll, right? Fair enough, right? Because it's all about a, deme- uh, a yeah. uh, wormhole type effect. But do you think um, they get that, that sci-fi with it though? Because remember, when they're shooting this movie, they gotta kind of want to remain grounded somewhat. Because like, well, you gotta understand Thor. Thor in Thor, they already explained that the Thor, like the Asgardians, are aliens. Their technology just appears like magic. That's fair enough. Yeah, like that's the way they explain it. Is like you know he even says he's like where I come from. You uh you what was it? What he says? Uh, where I come from, you call it magic, but it is you know. Oh no, you call it science, or, or I forget. Anyway, it was a really bad. You slam. call it mag- magic, I call it science, yeah, yeah. something like that. Look at my arms. <laughs> <laughs> um, Look at my abs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
If I was Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> look at my abs. <laughs> I am Thor. <laughs> um, Expensive movie. Yeah. Um, so, uh, villain Loki is encased in a cylindrical glass prison cell aboard the S.H.I.E.L.D. Hell Carrier. Now, the S.H.I.E.L.D. S.H.I.E.L.D. is the organization that's um, Agent Coulson and uh, Samuel Jackson and Black Widow all work for. They've made appearances throughout the Marvel movies, including uh, the Hulk, uh, both Iron Man movies, Captain America, etc. Or actually, not even Captain America. No, Captain America was the exception yep. because it had been formed, quote-unquote, right? Yep. Um, uh, so uh, the Hell Carrier in the comics is literally... Um, you know how there's like a battleship in the ocean? Yeah. It's a battleship that can fly. It's it's like a flying warship. Jesus. Yeah, it's like a huge piece of technology. Um, the shield herald carrier, he faces off against Nick Fury, Samuel L. Jackson. And then uh, Nick Fury says something along the lines, you try to escape, you so much as scratch that glass, um, and then uh, Fury throws a switch that opens a gaping vortex into a gray, gray rainstorm 30,000 feet straight down into a steel trap. So it, it's implied that they're high above high above the ground right yeah. and he, and then Loki just smiles and says it's an impressive cage but not built for me built for something a lot stronger than you Fury snaps back and then uh, uh, we cut to Kobe Smolders as Agent Maria Hill she's actually in, more known in the comics she's actually this, in more recent comics she's the second in command of uh, for Nick Fury she's uh, literally uh, she's short haired really attractive woman but she's kind of like if something were to happen to Nick Fury she takes over right um, watching uh, Agent Maria Hill watching the exchange as on a monitor. The cage is meant for Bruce Banner, Mark Ruffalo, who is who took over for Edward Norton, yep. uh, which kind of sucks. I, uh, Edward like, played such a fucking good no, uh, good Hulk man. Yeah, but the thing is, he was like he he he. Uh, uh, my understanding is he wanted to like approve the Avengers script. Right, and it's like kind of like you got to trust these people. Like, yeah. if, if you're gonna sign on, like, it's great that he was the Hulk because he's a good actor and everything. But like, it sucks that he's not gonna come back, right? Um, okay, so um, Bruce Banner, Mark Ruffalo, when he hulks out and needs, uh, and when he hulks out and needs a timeout, so it's a cage for him when he becomes a Hulk. Loki seems to know all about this and smirks. How desperate are you? You call on such a, a lost creature to defend you. How desperate am I? Uh, Fury growls. You threaten my world with war. You steal a force you can't control, which I'm sure he's referring to the cosmic cube. Yeah. You talk about peace, but you kill because it's fun. Loki is unaffected. It burns you to be so close, he says, to have the Tesseract, which is the Cosmic Cube. The Cosmic Cube is from Odin's court that was the source of all the fighting in Captain America. Mm. To have power, and for what? A warm light for all of mankind to share? Loki's smile fades. Allow me to remind you what real power is. Fury waves him off and descends... Uh, some steel steps, uh, leaving Loki alone in an empty chamber. Will let me know if real power wants a magazine or something as he's walking away. <laughs> Loki glowers at the camera, monitoring him, and the movie cuts to Mark Ruffalo's Bruce Banner. He really grows on you, doesn't he? Um, the, <laughs> then the, the, <laughs> then uh, uh, the scene cuts to another scene, and it's Tony Stark and Loki, apparently. Tony Stark, of course, is Iron Man in Stark's private bar. In any case, Tony's having a drink. Let's do a head count, Stark says, as the camera cuts to shots of Re- uh, Jeremy And Loki's Renner. in the bar? Yeah, apparently. Uh, Stark uh, says, as the camera cuts to shots of Jeremy Renner, who's Hawkeye, uh, Scarlett Johansson, who is, of course, the Black Widow. She was in Iron Man 2. Uh, Jeremy Renner was actually Hawkeye in Thor. He had that That's really right. brief yep. scene, right? Yeah, which is really weird. He was going up. It felt it, a little forced. Yeah, it was it's just like should I take the shot. He's like, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he was the one that when when Thor was uh, yeah. busted into the compound. Well, what's really his cool hammer, about, he was up about the, Hawkeye in the, in the comics is he has no superpowers at all. He's he's kind of 
uh, I don't like want to say Batman. No, he's more like Green Arrow. He's just like an expert marksman. Has no superpowers, but second, but he is the second best fighter next to Captain America on hand to hand combat. Oh wow! Just because he's had to be right to yeah. stand toe to toe with hero yeah, with superheroes, with superheroes, right? So, uh, so Scarlett Johansson, uh, Scarlett Johansson as uh, the Black Widow, and he and so Stark continues. He's like, uh, let's do a head count. Two world class assassins. Who's he's referring to? Uh, and then it cuts to Thor, a demigod. Then it cuts to Captain America, a living legend who actually lives up to the legend. And then it cuts back to Loki and Stark facing off. It's like, and um, <clears throat> Loki, Loki and Stark's uh, facing off. And he says, and you, big fella. Stark says, you've managed to piss off every single one of them. And then uh, Loki replies, I have an army. And then Stark quickly, quickly responds, we have a Hulk. And then it cuts to a footage of... Uh, the the Hulk, a, a, a Mark Ruffalo, fully as the Hulk and uh, roaring at the camera, and then Whoa. it cuts to black. Fuck! Like, doesn't that sound fucking yeah, amazing? No, it does, man. It does. And like all the all the spoiler footage that they've been showing looks fucking like it looks like it's gonna be like this crazy city battle where like and, and I'm you know I'm like a hundred and five percent sure that or uh, no no let's say like ninety eight percent sure. That it's going to be the scroll, like Joss Whedon has written for Marvel Comics, and this is the awesome thing. Joss Whedon is a fucking talented writer. He is, man. Like, I mean, Buffy, uh, Firefly. I mean, he's he's renowned for his excellent Doctor Horrible. Yeah, Doctor Horrible sing along blog. I he, fucking love and, that and movie, like, man. Like, that's what I'm more excited about. The fact that not only does he know how to handle. So, uh, what I was going to say is, um, so what I'm getting at is, not only does he have the knowledge of the history of the comics, right? So Joss Whedon has that covered. Which is it? Which is kind of the hardest thing for every any director that's coming into the project. Yep. They have to have a love for the character or know at least enough about the characters to write it properly, right? Like that's what was the problem with a lot of eighties superhero movies. Where yep. it's like, oh, it's like, um, what's the movie that was really fucking terrible about that? The Hulk. It was like, <laughs> well, the TV show. No, no, the, the Hulk TV show was actually not bad, but it, it was. Uh, well, there was a Hulk movie which had the Kingpin as the villain, and the Kingpin was like a f- uh, was obsessed with cameras for some reason, <laughs> and and it's just because they don't fucking take the time to understand the yeah. characters, right? Well, so, no, it's because so, like like I'll give talking about these kind of movies, I'll give fucking uh, Marvel some credit. I'm sure DC mm-hmm. is the same way. Uh, like they have the same kind of like producer on every movie. Yeah, yeah. like I know with Marvel, it's uh, Avi Arid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So He's you know in charge mean? of that, right? Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, so there's, there's your continuity. There's your one string to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa guys. Well, that's my concern, though, because Avi Arad is, in my personal opinion, to blame why Spider-Man 3 sucked. Because he was the one pushing for Venom. Agreed. And, and, but, but you know why he was pushing for Venom, though? And I can see his point. You know what I mean? Like, there, there is a time where you've got to put your faith in, in, in the fucking crew that you hired, too, right? But Avi's in charge to make sure there's a, a, a continuity to the fucking the source material. Maybe he learned. From Spider-Man because it is the lowest. I would hope so. It is the lowest fucking one. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and what I'm getting at is like, like for example, like, like I don't think like I, for, I, for I Batman. Really think... Let's let's go back to Batman for a second. I mean, and for Batman, Warner Brothers has completely left that in Nolan's control. Yeah, because he knows what the he's, fuck he's doing. But he's proved it. Do you not think someone was yeah. there for Batman Begins though to make sure he fucking? Oh no, stuck, no, I know, I know. Batman ground, Begins you know I mean? was like, well, Batman Begins didn't have a high budget in reference to superhero movies. Yeah, and then after like it did so well, right? It was like, okay, well, Dark Knight, we're gonna we're gonna swing really hard at this one, right? Yeah. Um, what I was gonna get at though is, uh, so Avengers. What's really cool about Avengers? What uh, what I was getting at is, so he knows the material. He's written the script. Uh, we know he's a phenomenal writer. I've read his comic books. Like even like the way he did Buffy after Buffy was canceled in television yep. and how he yep. translated over the comic, fucking brilliant. Yeah. And um, so Josh Whedon's uh, is a talented fanboy. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? And and he's been like he's the fanboy. There's, there's a lot of there's a lot of shot, yeah. Right? There's a lot of talented fanboys because I believe there's a lot of fanboys like 
I'm sure you can do a fucking given given the chance and the proper budget, you probably make a kick ass fucking Spider Man movie, right? God, but you you give me way too much credit. Well, oh, shut up. I'm just saying, like I'm sure someone else can too. Well, given the proper money, I'm sure anyone can make something fucking. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He's something good, and he's got a shot. So, yeah, yeah, like he, not only is he just a director, he's a fucking fanboy. He knows this and shit. Here, and here, but here's the difference. Uh, what I was going to get at is what Joss Whedon can bring to the table that no one else can. Not only can he write a proper plot, like a good plot for the movie, he fucking knows how to like the sharpest, wittiest dialogue. Yeah, like he knows how to humanize. Yeah, Buffy characters. was good. Yeah, well, not not just Buffy. Like, look at Doctor Horrible. Look at uh, Firefly. Like, he knows how to write lines. Like, I fucking like. You've, have you seen uh, Serenity? I haven't seen it. No. Okay, it's, there's a fucking great line where he's like, um, "I'm like a feather," or no, "I am a leaf blowing in the wind." Well, uh, well no. I fuck. I forget the quote. But <laughs> it's really you're over two on quotes today. Yeah, exactly. I, I know. I, I, I'm really bad at quoting, but uh, um, essentially, he's got like a really good line, and then a really dramatic moment happens. But like, it's just really good writing. It makes you care about care about the characters. And the beauty part is, the he doesn't have to worry about the origin. That was the biggest concern with an Avengers movie. Oh, how are you going to do the origins? And like Marvel did it a really smart way. It's like we're gonna we're gonna get. Care, we're going to get directors that care about these characters, and they're each going to do like Kenneth Branagh was perfect for Thor because yeah, he, he loves Shakespearean type stuff, right? Yep. Um, uh, Captain America, Joe Dante, Joe Dante's awesome appearance. He, he, yeah, he, he nailed the Rocketeer. It. Like yep. he knows how to do that sort of yeah. stuff. I th- I still think Captain America is the strongest film going into Avengers. Like it's just like like it's so. Um, it's so I watched I, it again at a drive-in, hey, and I, I, yeah, really? PI has drive-ins, and oh, I was wow. watching the drive-in, and I always get fucking choked up at that moment, man, when um when uh. You know how earlier he's saying he's like you know it's like oh have you ever met him well he's still skinny or whatever and he's like I got beat up in that huh? blah 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 and then he says he's like well you know not not every girl wants a wants a date with a guy that they're afraid to step on right and he's yeah. like and with the war and everything that's been going on he's like I guess I'm just gonna wait and she's like wait for what and he's like the right dance partner right because yeah. it's dancing and then at the end when he's gonna crash the ship the he talks about the dance yeah, yeah. and then at the la- at the yeah. end where he's like you know it's like you know he he loved her and he'll never get to be with her right? I'll and give fucking I'll give Captain. Captain America definitely has the best character development. Yeah, like you're you're not just there and thrown into. Oh, okay, skinny guy got big and now he's he's yeah. ass kicking. They make you believe that this guy is and, nothing and, but heart. Yeah, exactly. Like the first fucking hour is him skin is skinny him. Like yeah, it's yeah. fucking great. So yeah. kudos. You're uh, when you said this was the best fucking Marvel movie. I'm like this guy's fucking office rocker because mm-hmm. nothing to me taught Spider Man two nothing. Yeah. To be honest, I don't think this one does either just because I love the well, fucking no, fight scenes in Spider-Man I, I mean, 2, but this is close. But here's the thing. Sp- Spider-Man 2 works because of the same principle. Yeah. Like, uh, Spider-Man 2, I think is... A, like, it, there's two things that, that I love about that movie. The first is, the fucking train sequence is amazing. That, that, like, it's the best dude, you're right. comic book fight Mind scene. fucking... Especially the one-off 2.5. Yeah. Mind fucking blowing. Like, if, 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 to everyone that's listening, watch it again. And just watch 2.5. Go and buy 2.5. Realize how much work went into that and how painstaking it was to make it look so comic bookish. Like, I mean, a lot Ramey of people. added about, about seven minutes of extra yeah, footage. I, I've, seen 2. It, I've seen 5. it. I know. I'm just yeah. saying, tell everybody, but not many people are ever like 2.5. This is and bullshit. And it's well put seven minutes. Like, oh, even, fuck, even yeah. for the Mary Jane sequences Hell where like, yeah. they're, they're picking out the, the dress and stuff, it's, yeah. it's just really interesting stuff. But what I was going to get at is just the fact that, like, that the whole sequence works so well because it's like. Uh, and, and, it, and the sequence works so well. Even though there's that really weird moment where he gets unmasked and everything at the end, but um, it works so well because of everything leading up to it. Because the story, well, is especially actually, when the fucking the, like, especially when he was on the ground and Doc Ock's right there, and the yeah, fucking yeah, and he people gets his powers ste- back. Right? Well, no, the, the everyone stepped in front. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, don't like, even with his mask off, they're like, don't yeah. touch him. That was fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, ah. 
Well, because he it. finally, you know, he finally gets his due, right? Yeah. And, but what I'm getting at is, is uh, the cool thing, uh, the best, and, and the second part, which is the best thing about that movie, is it's the fucking strain of being because he's a regular guy and he's Spider Man, and the strain of being a finally superhero. got him. And, yeah. and a lot of people, are, you know, a lot of people really complain about that aspect of the movie. Where like he just suddenly loses his powers for for no reason because he's stressed. He literally, it's it's literally like yeah, it's the stress. It's it's he he's he's like superhero impotent. Like yeah. that's, that's what it is. Yeah. He's got he's dealing with so much shit, and then like of course you know the, you know the point in that movie where he starts losing his powers is when he goes to the play and he sees Mary Jane with uh, J Jonah Jameson's son. Yeah, and and they kiss. Remember? Yeah. And then he's like, oh fuck! And then he, he's web slinging, and all of a sudden he stops shooting webs. Right? Basically, all this stuff that we're talking about, what's that called? It's called fucking character development. Yeah. It's not Spider Man just goes out, dons a mask, I'm ready to kill yeah. Doc Ock. You believe in the character. It's exactly what you did with fucking Steve Rogers. You believe in this guy. Yeah. You literally f- like like to me during the USO sequence, I'm just like, fuck, this is embarrassing for everybody. Yeah, and and, and, and that's why it works so well, right? Because yeah. you had built him up and he want and he's he's he he's finally become a soldier a and then they're like yeah. and it makes sense. They don't want him to get killed, right? Changing and, his name every time it's it's good. Like well, I said, I, I won't put it past uh I won't put it past Spider-Man 2 just for the sole fact that, to me, to me, what really ruined the fucking, not ruined the movie, but it made me be like, what the hell's going on, was the fight scenes in, in Captain America. I don't know. It's, it's, it was just like the, the gun the, the gunshots and stuff like that. Maybe I just wasn't used to a superhero taking a gun and, and shooting people. Well, yeah, and it's you know what I mean? Like that, people, I, I was just like, hmm, I, interesting. I think it would have been off if he didn't have the gun, though. Well, no, because like, you, you, you know more about the mythology yeah, of yeah. Captain America more than I do, right? Like, mm-hmm. basically, what I learned about a fucking the comic book story arcs is usually from you. Mm-hmm. But I'm used to, like, some kind of interesting takedowns where literally, like, especially that uh, that prison scene, mm-hmm. basically, like, as Steve Rogers, the, the Steve Rogers, Captain America, is just like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? <laughs> With a fucking gun. It, it was just weird to see that. But, you you, make well, sure, you what, believe in the character well, though, and I mean, that's the we, point. We've talked about this, but I mean, the, the whole thing is once like, he got his shield though. I was what, like, yeah. what makes it, what makes it really cool is just the fact that like the the myth uh, or the legend of Cap gets gets built from all the fictional stuff he does, or all the the yeah. acting stuff he does, where he's in all the movies yeah. and he's doing the USO shows, and then he actually saves this platoon and he's he's actually going on missions. Oh, when so they like, walked back, that was pretty yeah, well, cool. Well, it's really cool. Where, yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's just like he proved himself to the soldiers, yeah. right? He he's Tommy become Lee, that soldier. Fucking amazing in that yeah. one. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it's a great movie. I, yeah. I think it's it's the best of the Avengers films going. Well, in. I don't know, Spider Man. Uh, what do you mean? Like Spider Man is sorry, part not Spider Man. I meant Iron Man. I thought Iron Man one. Like, are you talking about going leading in? And Iron Man, here's what Iron Man 2 was missing. Iron Man 2 was missing. Uh, Iron Man 2, Iron Man 1. I know, I know. Was okay. missing what Iron Man 1 had. He had that a critical moment where he, you know, he's he's a playboy. He gets captured, and you're fucking cheering for him when he's escaping. Hell yeah, because he's like, Fuck yeah, like he's using his brain. Yeah, you know, they, they tr- they're trying to stop him, and it's just like, holy shit, man, he fucking built a robot, yeah, suit, yeah, right? Yeah, and he he literally flies that scene was away. powerful. And it's so funny because in the comics that happens too, except he literally flies the suit back to America. <laughs> it craps out here. on him in the desert. Right? Yeah, here he but, crashes in the yeah, desert, yeah, but, which is more reality based. Yeah, exactly. And 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 you know, he realizes his weapons are being used for for war yeah. or for for terrorism etc and it's that, that's what makes it really ripe because that movie was coming out during like i mean it's still going on but like the yeah. whole war on terror and yeah. like the whole thing is like how do you how do you how do you present this like he literally goes to this terrorist controlled town and he fucking kicks ass yeah like it is like, like that tank scene where literally the oh, tank it's, shoots it's a great scene, right? said, yeah and you know there's it's those moments that build up the characters etc iron man 2 like I, I was telling you about this and i don't think i've said it's said on the podcast yet but my my idea for iron man 2 was 
if uh, and they could have tied it into like to the Avengers a little bit more if Whiplash had had not because um, like they 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 tried too hard to make Whiplash like. Uh, Tony Stark's like it, he was too much like um, the Iron Ma or the 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 Warmonger, which was uh, Jeff uh, Bridges. Bridges in the first yeah. movie. Like it was just another suit and a stronger suit than Iron Man's. Yeah. What they should have done is they should have had it machine versus muscle, and the whole because just make, work just make Whiplash a big. Uh... Well, no, make Whiplash a Russian super soldier. Ooh, like that's what I that's what I what I had hoped it was what they were going to do was uh, Whiplash's would... father, his father. Had worked on the th- on the weapon, and so he made his own weapon. But instead of embracing becoming you know full technology, like a, you know like a suit or whatever, and even though he's a brilliant mind, you find out that the reason he's in prison, whatever he was experimented on, maybe during the Cold War, they tried to make their own super soldier. So he's got enhanced strength. So it'd be literally Iron Man fighting a guy who's just incredibly powerful, and it'd be kind of like kind of show the whole thing where like. He um he um he he can't rely on his suit as much as he can right Man like that machine. I thought that would have been the really cool climax where Iron Man has to not like basically his suit gets all but destroyed at the end of the movie and he's literally got to like try to fight this guy who's just a, a powerhouse and that would basically confirm uh, or confirm or justify Iron Man uh, not because like uh, Iron Man for all intents and purposes the suit is Iron Man not not Stark yeah I- exactly like right. Stark needs the suit to be an Avenger etc yeah. right. And this could kind of show that, like, he doesn't need the suit entirely. He's the, got the, will. the suit is secondary. Yeah. His intelligence, his 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 ability to you know outsmart his enemies yeah. would be his his contribution That's to the not team. Bad. Yeah, and, and that was my whole thing. Like, and, 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 and the whole thing, like, at the end, you find out that oh, he was a super soldier. Like he, he like you know, it was the Russians after blah 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 Captain America. Because like you know the the, uh, the way you they tie it in, easy. The, the way they tie in in uh, uh, Captain America and Iron Man too is all very tongue in cheek. Oh, the shield. Do you know what that is? Blah blah blah. Right. So it, it's they don't go directly to it, and and uh, that kind of bothered me because they, they got the whole blood poisoning thing which they could have linked to the Hulk which it should have linked to the Hulk because instead he cures himself it's like you you invented a new mineral and it can cure blood poisoning radiation poisoning for some yeah. reason I'm like okay so you're using it for your costume meanwhile this this thing could potentially cure cancer yeah no exactly <laughs> so I mean there were those mm. aspects of, of the movie that, that, that kind of bothered but me Iron Man 2 was a little bit of a mess I think it was uh, and, and the, like again the third act fell apart because yeah. it was it was literally they fight this this, this fucking group army of, of robots of, of army of robots which is kind of cool and then at the end it's like literally a, a really quick scene where it's like good to be back and he's got the robot say okay iron monger again and it's like how do we defeat him i know high five <laughs> yeah you're right yeah it was weak like i think that they're pushing for more you know what i mean like it's kind of like okay we got this kick-ass movie now how we would end it yeah shit uh just fight and high five and, and the done. movie okay. starts fucking awesome oh, too because yeah. like you know strong. the guy dies and he's building the yep. suit and you see that the suit's not all technology it's the whips yep. right and so like i thought that that's what they were going to do like the whips would drain his suit yeah rendering it useless and then he kind of overpowers iron yeah. man right which would be fucking good I wonder if they even ever thought of that probably not eh? no it doesn't seem like they did mm-hmm. But we don't get, What do we get Because I mean You got that of, in the Hulk With Blonsky Remember Blonsky yeah. Became the abomination yeah. Like why not But what do we get now Ahead of Avengers Nothing When is Avengers coming out July or May uh, I think May I, Does it no, start Or it, maybe July Does it start off next summer It, it so might I know, I know Batman We get in July Yep which is just fucking going to be absolutely glorious. I, we, I'm gonna I, and I have and I have no doubt that Batman's going to dominate that summer. <laughs> You're not going to bet next summer. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I have. I have no. I definitely doubt think that. Batman's more appealing to the mass audience, but I think Avengers. Well, is it's already make... got the hype behind the Dark Knight, right? Yeah. There's no way no one's. There's no way that movie is not going to break a billion easy. Like that movie's going to break a billion. You think, you think Avengers is going to take some work to get to a billion? Uh, I think it'll be strong. I think. 
Keep in mind, Disney's behind it now. I think it'll it'll get a respectable seven hundred and fifty million easy. It'll get to seven hundred and fifty million easily, and then, work and then everything after billion. that is going to be bonus for them. If they can if they can make it break a billion, that that that'll justify them just keep the ball rolling, right? Because like I mean, you got Ghost that, Rider also coming out next year too, right? they, and they did sign on for an Iron Man three because I know Favreau's mm-hmm. not going to do it. Yeah, but I think that's thirteen or is that twelve? Uh, it's going to come out the following year. So 13. Uh, so, uh, 13. Yeah. so there's going to be Iron Man 2. There's Captain for- America 2. There's going to be Thor 2. What do we got for next year for Marvel, though? Hmm? What do we got next year for Marvel? Uh, Spider-Man and Ghost Rider. Right. Okay. Spider-Man's Spider-Man. going to go to toe-to-toe with the Dark Knight, and I think Spider-Man's going to lose. Fuck. Yeah, because yeah, I'm going to go see Dark Knight first. For, for, all, for all intents and purposes, they're reselling Spider-Man. Yep. And, and it's not Spider-Man 4. Spider-Man 3 had, medi- uh, had mediocre reviews at best, mm-hmm. and, and now they're introducing a new Spider-Man. It's, it's going to be a hard sell. It'll have to be a really great movie. I don't think it'll be hard to sell. Like, I think, I think they, already, they have the audience. Oh, no, yeah. They, they've it's, got it's their, just they, they they'll need, get their $400 million yeah, They domestic. need to have their script, though. Like, yeah. To me, what's going to make or break this franchise is this movie and how yep. well it's going to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They've got to have a solid script they gotta have that solid story they need to have that character build up yep. like I'm hoping I see like fucking three quarters Peter Parker and before he, we see spider and here's the problem like it, the, the whole problem with it is they've done the story already right yeah like here here the, the advantage that Nolan had with Batman Begins is no one had done the origin no Batman just showed up in, in the yeah he was just already Tim Batman Burton. right yeah, yeah, yeah. good call yeah, good yeah, fucking call like, actually the, the, the thing and, and that's when Nolan had the advantage this yeah. was the story no one had told yet in the in the silver screen that's right and he did it so fucking well too yeah no good like, fucking call I never realized the, that Batman Begins is so good in the fact that like when he becomes Batman you're a little disappointed you're like fuck man it was, it, this like, was getting good yeah, yeah it was like, getting especially good. him in the Liam Neeson scenes no you're right yeah, good fucking call man yeah the, uh, well, it's going to be interesting next summer. Ghost Rider, I haven't seen the trailer yet. Uh, I, I believe it's posted, you said. Yeah, yeah. But he pisses fire? He pisses That's fire. That's bullshit, man. I, I know the guys that made Crank made this, but come on. Fuck's sakes. It could be fun. It, it, ah. it, 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 dude, they've got nowhere to go but up from, from the first That's Ghost Rider. True. That first Ghost Rider movie. I'll tell you one thing now. He gives the police the middle finger. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I'll tell you right now. If fucking Nick Cage does that bullshit point thing that he wanted to do so bad in the first one. Um, what point thing? Just... You know that fucking point? Oh, the dead point thing? Yeah, well, he no. did it. He did it in the first one. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying if he does it again in the second one, I'm, I'm walking out. I'm turning off. You just point at the screen and leave. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's just such a gay fucking move. I know they're, they're trying to get a fucking reaction. It's the, it's the, it's the pose, though. It's the yeah. Ghost Rider pose. It's stupid. The same reason why Batman's pose, pose is like him perched and like the cape just flapping in the wind or whatever. Or how Spider-Man's is him like on, uh, you know, like crawling or whatever, right? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> well, Superman's is just Superman fucking standing anywhere. <laughs> Superman just looks impressive anywhere. Like he could be standing in the in in line at Tim Hortons and it's still like everyone get out of school. All, all of a sudden, the fucking hear the trumpets. Dun, dun. Well, that's the whole thing. They're gonna have to redo that. I mean, actually, interesting uh, note about Superman. Uh, it just got released because it's gonna be part of the anthology pack that's gonna be re-released on Blu-ray for Batman, yeah. for Superman. Like all the Supermans, uh, Superman one through four plus uh, Superman Returns. Yeah. Uh, there's a deleted scene, and it's like the Krypton scene. It's really of which fucking one? cool. Of oh, Superman Returns. Really? But like they, I know why they took it out. They took it out because it makes him look fucking alien. Like what it is is like he literally finds Krypton, like the remains of Krypton, and he's like in his ship, his crystal ship, and he's and he and he's flying and he's looking and he sees like the big S, which is like his the former where his family was or whatever. And then you see the rocks, like the rocks start crumbling, and there's kryptonite 
like because it's it's all been radiated, right? So it's right. all kryptonite now. His yeah. entire like that's where kryptonite comes from. For all of you that aren't aware of the comic, kryptonite comes from Krypton. What it is is it's it's uh, pieces of his home world that have been irradiated because his home world's made out of crystal, right? Like yeah. that's why kryptonite is a the crystal. fortress of solitude. Yeah, yeah, as well. exactly. And 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 the fortress of solitude is actually like like from Krypton, except the difference is kryptonite is is pieces of krypton that have been irradiated under the red sun. Yeah. Right. So, and that's why it's lethal to him because the theory is that the radiation reverts him to kind of like a normal, normal strength, state. But yeah. the shock goes is so drastic to his body that it can kill him. Right. Yeah. So, um, so it like it starts crumbling and he starts getting weak, and so he he puts the thing on autopilot to go back to Earth, which is why in the first scene he just crash lands and he's all weak when he arrives. Yeah. Yeah. Makes so sense, it's actually. a really cool scene, but it's kind of weird because like you see him in his ship and it's all crystals and like they're morphing and shit, and he's controlling like the navigation with. You seen this scene? Yeah, yeah, it's on YouTube. Oh shit! Well, yeah. speaking of fucking Blu-ray, yeah, middle of September, sir. Star Wars on yeah. fucking Blu-ray, and it does look good. Now I'm probably going to lose a lot of fans for this because I'm sure I got legions of them. The uh, I'm a fan of the fucking prequels. I like them. Well, yeah, I've been watching uh, the Clone Wars, and I got to say that the Clone Wars is actually pretty good. Like I love. Well, I, I like the prequel. Now, episode one was meh, but like episode two and episode three, like I became a fucking Obi Wan fanatic. I love Ewan McGregor as that character, man. Mm. I fucking love it, and. Uh, it, these fucking the Blu-rays so they're available I think it's the 16th of September mm. all six of them on Blu-rays and we got deleted scenes out the ass folks like there's the one that we that got showed at Celebration last year when they announced the Blu-rays okay like remember when I showed it to you I believe I showed it to well, you what was the scene it was fucking uh, it's during uh, Return of the Jedi mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi I think so it's when uh, Luke's building his new lightsaber right yeah and it's fucking and Darth Vader's calling to him and then, like, because so all you hear is Darth Vader going, Luke, Luke, and you see Luke working on something. <laughs> Luke, call your dad. <laughs> <laughs> your dad wants to call you. You're not my dad. Answer. Well, no, so you just you you're not my real dad. <laughs> like, it just I'll, I'm, I'm gonna post the link on the fucking. I'll, I'll either insert the audio here or post it on our Facebook. I'll probably do both. I love this fucking, especially at celebration when the fans start cheering. Mm. Like you just hear, you, so you see Luke working on something, no one knows what, and it's just like Luke, and it's Mark Hamill. It's mm. fucking old school. This is like eighties fucking footage, yeah, yeah. and Luke, Luke, and you see Luke like, kind of like listen, and then like he just kind of shuts him out, and then all you hear is the psh, and it's the fucking green saber from yeah. Return of the Jedi, right? And yeah, which he had the blue saber before then, right? Yeah, the blue one that it's was his dad's because that was that was actually Anakin's. Anakin's blue original one. saber that Obi Wan gave him because right? he grabs it right at the end when yeah, Anakin. I remember, I remember, yeah. so, and, but he lost it when he fucking chopped his hand off. Yeah, so he's got to build a new one. That, that that series has a history of uh, arm arm cutting off. Yeah, like what? Let me see. Okay, let's let's go through it chronologically. In episode one, I'm trying to think. I think episode one might be the exception. I'm no, trying to think. I remember me and you talked about this. Who, night. We yeah, eventually yeah. did figure it out. Who I loses a limb in episode one? I think it's a Gungan. 
Is it a Gungan? Or probably, I don't know, maybe a robot somewhere down the line. I know. So we'll, we'll, we'll track it down. It's somewhere in Naboo, though. I know. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Uh, really? In Naboo? I would think that it would po- might have taken place well, in Tatooine. It Tatooine a, seems like a place where someone will lose a limb. It, was, <laughs> it wasn't. I know, well, uh, Darth Maul lost half his legs. Does that count? <laughs> well, took, uh, yeah, Darth Maul got cut in half. Um, how did, uh, Qui-Gon, how did Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon got die? Stabbed. He just got, he got stabbed in yeah. the middle. Someone must have lost a limb. I know robots lost a lot of limbs in that movie. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so episode two, of course, Anakin loses his arm. Yeah, but also they do it in the fucking bar scene, too, remember? They cut off the hand of the, the bounty hunter. Oh, yeah, that's remember? true. Yeah, 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 I remember. Before she dies, they fucking yeah. Django hits where, him. Where, the he, where he basically, where, uh, what's his name, uh, Obi-Wan cures that guy of his uh, drug addiction. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you want some uh, death sticks? <laughs> yeah, death sticks. And then episode three, of course, uh, Anakin loses his fucking arm again. And bo- both arms. And, no, he kept the robot arm. He lost his other arm and both his legs. Yeah, yeah. So he he he, was, he suffers a lot in the movies. Oh, yeah. Uh, episode four, of course, it's uh, the, the fucking classic bar scene. Can- canteen scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My friend doesn't like you. Uh, episode five, of course, the the, the legendary ro- one, which the, is of course uh, Luke. The robot her. chicken version of that scene in fucking yeah, his uh, entire it, day leading to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, then there was this where he's actually talking in language. Oh, I'm really sorry for bumping into you. How's your day like, going? You look. So really my nice friend today. doesn't like you. That's not. That's true. not what I said. That's not what I said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so episode five, Luke Skywalker, yeah. and then episode six again, fucking Darth Vader. Yeah, no man, he just arm. gets hammered. Man, Vader just got through arms so and I'm arms and arms. I remember we're in episode one, but yeah, the, mm. it, like it's yeah, it's and there, a lot man. of people fall Lu- down pits. Yeah, Lucas, in, in Lu- Lucas has a history of that, but I can't wait. There's gonna be way more deleted scenes. Like there's a fucking Hoth invasion scene. Yeah, yeah. The, the, well, I mean, it's all minor stuff though. I mean, like ah, this still. is this is what fucking irks me about George Lucas. Like he's been selling us the same fucking movie for thirty years. And fucker's been sitting on this shit. Yeah, you asshole. <laughs> I know, but still, it. it, it, it and you know, as this much isn't as the definitive, it'll be like the next whatever. Blah blah blah. Oh, interesting enough. Going back on Superman, um, Io Nine um, on the website. Apparently, uh, uh, technology companies um, they're looking about the memory capabilities of crystals. Really? Yeah, like actually, like they said, a crystal about the size of a memory stick, like a normal memory stick, could hold um, sixty gigabytes easily because of the way the crystal is shaped or whatever. So How does it hold it? Like where? I don't know, but it's like it's really cool because like uh, my first reference is of course Superman, where I'm like, holy shit, it's fucking Krypton technology, right? The yeah. crystals. But secondly, um, if anyone's seen, I know, I know Jennifer Seward has a Clockwork Orange. If you pay attention <laughs> during Clockwork Orange, all their movies are on our little crystal glasses. It's true, they are. and and like that's why Clockwork Orange is a good movie. Like it's <laughs> that sole reason alone. <laughs> well, I mean, I, 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 like that, that. I've I've been not commenting just because I know that like. I'm just gonna like. Here's the thing. Like, I have certain tastes in movies. She has a certain taste in movies. I respect her taste in movies. But man, don't poo on the movies that I like. Like she was saying, like 2001 was boring. Like it's not boring. You just have to appreciate it. But like she's not a fan of sci-fi. So what do yeah. you have to do about it? Right? Well, that's the thing, and like, that's fine. You you don't have to like sci-fi, right? But like, don't like. There's a reason why those movies are considered classics. Like I I wouldn't like. For example, like uh, Dirty Dancing. I'm not a fan of romantic movies, but I can understand why it's a good yeah. movie, right? So, yeah. No good point. Yeah, so very good point. The uh, what was I was going to say. So the B- Star Wars and the Blu-ray. That's that's a pretty epic event. Uh, I can't wait for check some of those out. Uh, what else was coming out? Something else is coming out soon. I mean, this may uh, this may not be directly a fucking uh, a geeky movie, but it's definitely an actor. That fucking bullshit uh, video that Jim Carrey put out. All right, uh, I'm pretty sure that that's uh, that's intentional. I'm gonna. He's air- a comedian. I'm gonna. He, air- he sells air- it though. He really sells I'll it. I'll air it right it's now. It's a Kubrick lip thing. <laughs> This is a message for Emma Stone. Emma, I just wanted to let you know that uh, 
I think you're all the way beautiful. Not just pretty, but, you know, smart and kind-hearted. And if I were a lot younger, I would marry you. And we would have chubby little freckle-faced kids. We'd laugh all day long, go camping and play Yahtzee and tell ghost stories by the fire. And the sex... And every day for the rest of your life, you would thank God that I was the appropriate age for you. But I'm not. I'm 49. I have lines on my face, sometimes a little gray in my beard, and it takes me a lot longer to pee than it used to. These are the only discernible signs of aging that I can find so far. Anyway, I just wanted to let you know how I felt. I think you're pretty special. And I wish you continued success and artistic fulfillment. But most of all, I wish you love and contentment. But still, like, that's so fucked up. Like, it's just creepy. Like, I, I, you're right. Like, I still think he's hyping up something. Like, maybe they're doing a movie together. It's possible. Or something like that. You think he just did it just for shits and giggles? He's done stuff like that before. Yeah, but you think if it's a comedian, he'd like do that, like talking about it, like through his ass or something. Like he didn't adventure. Like that makes it he, funny. He'd bring up uh, that'd be as if like I'm trying to think of a good example. I can't think of a good example. But, but like, to me, like like so, so he's like, I'm gonna do what was funny 25 years ago. I'm gonna talk from my ass. <laughs> well, I don't know. To me, like a glove. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't be funny anymore. Already then. No, no. <laughs> well, no, but it's just like like oh, we'll have freckled kids together and we'll play Yahtzee and then I'll get the duct tape and tie you to a tree and fucking yeah. smother you with like it's fucking creepy man like it's it's fucking creepy huh <laughs> I, I just find the I find it a little ironic that you're calling Jim Carrey creepy <laughs> but what I'm getting at is just the, just the fact that like I mean I think it's funny and I think it might be a publicity stunt for either something that he's working on they might be working on together or or just like because of the fact that like um, or he's Mr. bored at home Mr. Poplar's Penguins I mean I, uh, that's a paycheck movie definitely a paycheck movie right so mm. I mean uh, and uh, from what I heard is I Love You what was the movie called uh, He the one he did with Hugh McGregor where they're the gay couple I love you, man. No, no, no. It's I love you something something. It's like a guy's name. You haven't even heard of it, have no. you? No. It's on DVD right now or on digital download, whatever. It's like Jim Carrey and Hugh McGregor, and they play these two. Uh, Jim Carrey plays. I like Hugh McGregor too. Why did I know about this? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it didn't have a huge release, especially not here in Fort Murray. But the whole thing is like uh, he's a con. It's ba- loosely based on a true story, and he's a con artist that falls in love with uh, another inmate, and like they they're a gay couple, and and like yeah, it's supposed to be really really good actually. Well, on it's that- so funny because like uh, when I was gonna rent it, when I went to go rent it, because I could see, I could just picture like the difference between Blockbuster Fort Murray and Blockbuster in Edmonton. I'm picking <laughs> up the movie, and the lady at the Blockbuster in Fort Murray is like, "That's uh, that's a gay comedy," and I'm like, "Okay," <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, just like a lot of people come back angry <laughs> with that movie." <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, that's what she told me, man. It, it, it kind of made me laugh, and I'm like, a lot of people come back. <laughs> like, I what mean, could you imagine during Brokeback Mountain, <laughs> like when that came out? <laughs> well, uh, probably the last thing there, the uh, the help. We're talking about numbers there, and we already talked about uh, how our bets do, and we mentioned the help before. But 
this movie is really fucking taking off. It's called The Help, and it's featuring Emma Stone, coincidentally. Yep. Uh, Viola Davis, who I have no idea. October Spencer. Bryce Dallas Howard. Hmm? Sissy Spacek. Mike Vogel. I know yeah, those yeah, guys. It's, it's basically uh, this uh, young writer. She decides to write about... Um, uh, I don't know if it's still slavery times, but it's about like their their black servants and like what they do, and and it's a, it's a big racism story, but not racism story. It's but, it's like uh, you know, it's like a uh, um, uh, civil rights story, right? So, well, this thing was a budget of twenty five million, and yeah. it's already made a hundred million at the box office. You know what I think it is? I think uh, just audiences they're they're hungry for something original, and even though this isn't really original, like this is this is driving Miss Daisy all over again, right? Mm. But I mean, uh, it's just something more more. Uh, uh, meat for your brain as opposed to like it's been uh, like I mean we were just we were just talking about a bunch of movies like turn your brain off and enjoy the ride yeah that's movies. true all fucking stuff. I'm just shocked at how this is dominating the fucking charts right now I really am I gotta look into this maybe I can bit torn it or something <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah no no cool so yes we got a whole bunch of shit going on in in the world of movies and most importantly uh, the most important movies around <laughs> Superhero movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, in regards to our bet, we got... Uh, <laughs> so, the movie I picked that was going to make the most money was uh, Transformers Dark of the Moon, and you picked Harry Potter. Yep. Hold on now. Actually, you picked Creed Lantern, <laughs> which I just want to remind, because I, I, I think I might want to extend our bet all the way into the fucking DVDs. Oh, well, it's your call. No, because it won't win. Fucking everyone's going to buy those stupid Harry Potter DVDs, including me. Um <laughs> So yeah, so Harry Potter opens up. It's it's made. Are you pulling up numbers? Uh, no, but keep going. It, it's made uh, one point three. When we looked, it was a, no, it was at one one point three billion. One point three billion, and Transformers is literally at one point one. Yeah. But uh, Michael Bay announced that they're going to re-release Transformers three into IMAX only for yep. a couple weeks. I don't know when it starts. So I think it starts pretty soon. So yeah. So that here might... we go. Two hundred thousand. Two hundred thousand. Two hundred thousand. Tie. Tie. Two hundred million. It would need two hundred million to tie. It's a chance. <laughs> so you're telling me there's a chance? Yeah, there, there is a chance. <laughs> a very slim one, but there's a chance. Um, okay, so uh, on, uh, so I guess we're waiting until until those numbers come in, and then we'll, we'll, we'll keep, let's uh, let's chat. I want to see if we can pull it up here. The um, oh, there's just been a lot of other stuff going on. Like I, I'm still trying to find this Avengers footage. Like I have no idea where. Right, this right. Is at. So there's a couple of other things. So Avengers is like been shooting a lot, and where are they on? Are they on location somewhere? Um, Philadelphia, I think it was. Okay. Yeah, but um, um, one thing that I thought was really cool is I think they've all but confirmed the fact that the scrolls are in the movie, right? And apparently at D23, uh, the scroll... Okay, so uh, the people that aren't aware of what Avengers is, is um, there's a superhero movie coming out. A couple years ago, uh, Iron Man came out. And the Hulk came out. A new Hulk came out. And then this past year, uh, Thor came out and yeah. Captain America came out. What Avengers is, is literally... The movie's coming together. We've talked about this on a. Oh yeah, that's the group. It's the show. What's happening is now. Now there's footage, and and on top of that, uh, the D23 Expo, which is Disney's big preview for it's like Disney Comic Con essentially. Um, they've they showed four minutes of footage from Avengers, and apparently it looks amazing. See, like, so and there's sh- footage of like literally Thor and Cap fighting people in green screen, which a lot of people are leading to believe that there might be aliens, and if they are aliens, it's probably the scroll. Hmm. If you look the, the, them up online, just put the scroll, hmm. you'll see what they are. And they are aliens, right? Yeah, they're, they're shape-shifting aliens. Okay, so here we go. There's a lot of that footage, and then on top of that, there's a shit ton of Dark Knight footage. Like, this, anyone that's followed or, like my Twitter or our Twitter or, or the Facebook site, like, this 
crap leaked from the Dark Knight Rises. Like, they're filming in Pittsburgh. That's a fact. Chris Nolan there, they're all in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, there seems to be a lot of leaked footage coming out from stuff like that they were on the Like, a lot. Like, an abnormal amount. Like, not just... And, and not even leaked footage, like, scenes. Mm-hmm. Like, they're filming full-fledged scenes that, like... That, like, you see Nolan on, on, the, on the dolly with the IMAX camera. Like, you see Batman fighting Bane in this, from this courthouse. You see <coughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt uh, walking past the Batmobile on, on a snowy street. You see the fucking Batwing. Like, mm-hmm. these, these aren't scenes that I don't think a Hollywood movie has well, no, rock no. in the streets of Pittsburgh. Hang on, hang on. That looks exactly like how it looks like when you're shooting a movie. Whether or not, like, what you're disputing is whether or not it's actually the movie, though, right? Well, yeah, like, it can't be. Like, to me, like, I'm just trying to think of, like, okay, uh, let's go, I'm trying to think of a popular movie um, that didn't have so much released out, like uh, Spider-Man. Like, why was there so much Spider-Man 3 footage released? There was a lot. There was Spider-Man in the black suit. Of leaked there was, footage? Uh, um, well, here's the thing. You're saying leaked footage, but it's not leaked footage. It's literally people with handhelds shooting the set. And people shoot... Like, they're shooting the scene, but it's not the footage of how the movie looks. Like, is, is are people really thinking, like, this is, like, the footage from the movie? No, no, no. Like, the right. scenes. They're seeing yeah. the production. But Someone like, with a handy cam that's look. sitting at a roadblock going, like, but there's yeah, even... Like, it looks like shit, and it's like... But there's but, even one with that bat wing, mm-hmm. but he's literally, like, next to it, like, like hand-touching it. Yeah. That's impossible. What do you mean? I don't think, like, I just don't think a Hollywood... Dude, company. it's not impossible. It's All it takes is the camera not focusing on his hand. It's like, it's the illusion of the movie. What do you mean? Like, you're like, the guy's hand is touching it. Yeah, like, no, like, big deal. like, no, like, a pedestrian on the street is literally sitting right next to the Batwing. Okay. I just don't think a production company would allow that. Have you seen the footage of the Joker skateboarding for The Dark Knight? Yeah, that didn't come out until after, though. Just saying. And it was fake, actually. Not fake, it was, uh, it's not. They're Ledger. between takes. But I, it I, is Heath Ledger. I thought it was rumored that it wasn't. Have you, have you seen, um, have you seen, uh, what's it called, uh, uh, <clears throat> what's the movie? Uh, the skateboard movie that uh, he was in. Yeah, Lords of Dogtown. Yeah. Mm. He learned how to skateboard for that. Well, yeah, I know. I know <laughs> he knows how to skateboard. Ah. I don't know. I, just, I really just don't think that a production company working on this big of a Hollywood movie... Oh, no, no. Is, is it you don't think or you hope it's the, that they're not leaking it? I'm just going to both. <laughs> <laughs> Same difference. Um, well, what do my, you think? You think it's actually people I think it's actually. This? I think, yeah, I think it is because, honestly, what is it really spoiling... What, ha- what has that spoiled for the movie? The Batwing. Okay. Does that, is that really a spoiler, really? The Batmobile got destroyed in the last movie. He's obviously going to need something. <laughs> that flies? <laughs> well, no, not flies, but he needed a new vehicle. And the next step was literally, does he build a new tumbler, or is there... Okay, well, check out the, the, the Catwoman picks. Mm-hmm. That's a huge spoiler. That she has the... In costume, and she's on the bad part for some reason. But we know that Catwoman's not entirely a bad guy from the comic books. I don't know, buddy. Like, okay, let's, let's analyze the, the footage from the... Du- like, here's another one. Like, I, I was listening to Kevin Smith's podcast, and it was a really funny bit, because him and uh, Mosier are talking about it. He's saying, like, there's literally a scene of, of Bane fighting Batman, and and then Mosier's like, is that really a spoiler? Like, wasn't there, weren't we expecting him to fight at some point in the movie? That's... Yeah, <laughs> 
Okay. Yeah, it's, it's it's just like, actually, no, I was expecting them to talk it out like adults. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. That's all I'm saying. It's like, it's, they're scenes, but they're out of context. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, you'll watch the movie and you'll be like, oh, or oh. Now, in terms of spoilers, the only thing I would say is, like, I'm watching the movie and I'm like, there's going to be a scene with Catwoman riding the, the, the pod. The, the bat pod. Well, see, like, I'm also reading on the boards there on the internet that um, Nolan has purposely released that shot because there's no video. There's no, uh, uh, I keep saying leaked. You're right. Um, stolen? Not stolen. What is it when you film something that you're not supposed to? From a distance, Voyagers. They're just clips. They're they're production, production videos. Yeah, someone because there was no videos of actually her with the the bat Catwoman with uh, Anne Hathaway's Catwoman with the bat butt. It's just still. So and then they released uh, the actual her in her costume, like with the official Dark Knight Rises logo and all that kind of crap on it, right? After this photo got leaked, um, but there's no video. But Anne Hathaway even said that that's not part of the her costume. That, that her costume looks a lot better. That's what she said. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking this is all one big ploy. I really do. I don't. I don't to me, I don't think a Hollywood movie would allow this. Like, uh, I don't think a major production. Like, I personally that, that Gotham night scene in the football stadium. Like they had one guy filming it with his camera. Like. Do you not think that they would screen all these people before they go into a? And that's that's the suspicious thing. Like that's what I. That's the one thing I can't really. Do you not think on. like instead of just closing off the one single road in Pittsburgh where Batman's going to fight Bane, where Buddy's literally across the street, like maybe they'd shut down the entire block. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this is what's weird. Do you not like to me the Batwing Buddy getting so close to the Batwing is very odd. Like you're right, it may not be spoiling anything, but this is like a major prop to a movie that mm-hmm. a pedestrian on on the street is literally now is, is groping. Uh, Smith also says something really interesting about it. He says that although he feels it's all real, he feels it's also smoke and mirrors. There's scenes in the movies and they're happening, mm-hmm. but what's happening is they're doing all this stuff public because they're trying to make us focus on Bane and Catwoman mm-hmm. when he feels in reality the, the, the true plot is it's the return of Rachel Ghoul. giant cock himself yeah yeah that Rachel Ghoul really, will return and, and that's the surprise that everyone's but I think because everyone's kind of forgetting about the original leak shots was from the, the green pen when they were filming in India mm-hmm. right and no but everyone really... said that was green screen and that was the that well you know that well scene that he's climbing yeah from that trailer yeah, possibly mm-hmm or it could be the Lazarus Pit. It could. For all we know, it could be. Yeah. It's interesting. It, 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 like, we're a year away from this movie, and I think, like, principal photography, I think they listed it as 100-some-odd days. Yeah. As they just finished Pittsburgh, and I think they're moving to sound stages now. So yeah, so no, think, there's not going to be any leaks no, up there. No, I think it's going to be pretty tight. Now, if we start seeing pictures and videos from the soundstage, then I'll know for sure. I'll, I'll, I'll be like, okay, that's this is all being done on purpose. Like I was telling Tito, like, I really think... Just look at the viral campaign for the Dark Knight, where they literally had like all this stuff go through the web. Uh, they had ga- like public gatherings. Like, remember when Joker did that uh, Comic Con? Yeah, I Comic Con. Yeah, and Joker did that speech at the very end. Like, it's time for everyone to step up and get into the game. Like, he did that kind of stuff with all these messages. Mm-hmm. But the company never actually uh, acknowledged it. Like, Warner Brothers never said that, "Hey guys, how did you like our ad campaign? How did you how did you like that?" You know what I mean? It was just kind of left. Mm-hmm. There's no mention of it on the DVD special features. It's, it was just there. We know it was a viral campaign because you can tell it had a fit, it, it had the money back backing it, right? Right. So, will we ever find out if this was uh, 
if this was uh, a viral campaign? Probably not. Well, no, we will. Before the movie comes out. We, well, when the movie comes out, you'll know. Well, I suppose if the scenes aren't in the movie, but... Because a lot of people for The Dark Knight were saying, oh, the big secret in, in The Dark Knight is going to be that the Riddler's in it, right? Because it was all clues and, and riddles and stuff, right? And it turned out to be the Joker, but we'll... Yeah. yeah. Well, and keep in mind, too, like, how much, like, you know this, like, how much a movie is actually cut. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we may see Batman and Bane fighting on the courtroom steps, but that scene may A lot of people are like, that, that footage looks shitty, and it's like, well, one, it's cu- it's being shot from, like, a couple blocks away yeah. from a cam, and it's, like, from this angle that the camera's not even facing, right? Yeah. So. But, and that might not make the final cut. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, for all you so know. So, because they, they might find something better. So, it's interesting. They're literally yeah, your way. On, on, the same, on the same note, um, Superman leaked footage or, or leaked production footage too there's like, there's, the there's like a, uh, there's pictures, pictures oh sorry there's pictures yeah. of Superman like walking up to um, I forget the character's name but like if anyone's seen Superman 2 the original like the three Kryptonians apparently that's the plot like it's it's Jarell and like the chick Kryptonian mm-hmm. that like are basically going to be the shit of Superman is the plot or whatever but um yeah so she shows up and like there's footage of the two of them and she's in the black costume and Incidentally, uh, Superman's wearing the... Uh, he's no longer wearing the red shorts. Interesting. Yeah, which... Um, uh, another thing... Because what... Uh, the Dean King Superman uh, touched on that once, I believe, wasn't it? I mean... Like, he had the... Um, New Krypton, yeah, they, they the showed up. The black suit with the, with the blue logo. No, no, no. no. What, did he wear that suit? Yeah, it was like... Okay, that was the season finale once. That was part of the death and return of Superman. What happened was he was wearing, like, a solar suit. It allowed him to absorb sunlight faster. Um, what I was going to talk about, though, is, like, the costume is based on the... Because they're rebooting the DC Universe in September, I believe. And uh, that's what I'm going to talk to you about. Right now, I've actually been reading... If anyone's interested, I've been reading um, uh, the DC event called Flashpoint. And what it is, is essentially, um, it's what's leading to the reboot. Um, so just to give you a background, um, Barry Allen, who's the Flash, wakes up one morning, uh, or wakes up one day, and um, he no longer has his Flash powers. And on top of that, his mother, who's dead, is alive. And then nobody knows who Superman is. And apparently, um, um, where's Aquaman from? He's from Atlantis. Atlantis yeah. and the Amazonians, which is Wonder Woman's domain, they're at war. And, and Europe is like in ruins because of it. And he doesn't know, yeah, yeah. And, and, and so he's trying to find out what happens, and so he decides, he's like, I need the smartest mind, so he tries to track down Batman. But now Batman, um, Gotham City is like run by casinos, it's like Las Vegas now. <laughs> and here's the thing, Batman kills people. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and he tries to, you know, confront, he goes to the Batcave, and then Batman finds him, and he like, he's, he starts beating the shit out of him, and he's like, Bruce, Bruce, it's me. And he's like, Bruce. And then he's like, and he looks at the photo, and he realized that Batman isn't Bruce Wayne. It's Thomas Wayne. It's Bruce's father. In this timeline, oh, wow. Bruce and Bruce Martha alive? died. No, Bruce and Martha died and Thomas survived. That's why he's all revenge-driven instead of, like, justice-driven, right? So, uh, what's interesting is, so so there's a lot of, like, there's no Superman, etc. And so he's trying to figure out, like, he's trying to get his powers back. And he, fi- and he, he, he finds his ring, which, is, which has his costume. It's, like, it's part of his origin, Flash's yeah. origin. And has a yellow suit, and that's like the reverse Flash's costume. And he's a villain from the future. He's literally a villain from the future. Who, in 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 the comics, you find out that he's actually the reason the Flash has his powers in the first place. Um, but he's changed the timeline. And so, like, what he does, like, the only way we're going to be able to be able to beat the reverse Flash is by getting the Justice League back together, because that's that's what he seems to be trying to do is prevent the Justice League from forming. So finally, uh, he finds out that what's this called? Flash Flashpoint is the event. 
in the DC Comics. And so what happens is he decides they need to find Superman, right? And then they find out that um, instead of crashing in Kansas, where his shuttle originally crashed, he crashes in a metropolis and he kills like 30,000 people when his shuttle arrives. So the, so the United States government took it. And, and Superman has been raised in a government lab for his whole life. Yeah, and he's never been exposed to the yellow sun. So when they find him, he's like a skinny, pale man. He has no powers. Wow. Until they help him escape, they escape, and as soon as he escapes, he starts getting his powers back. Oh, wow. Like, he starts really realizing his powers for the first time, right? Yeah. And, and No, it's really cool. So, like, I'm up to issue three, but, like, this is supposed to end, this event is supposed to end with them rectifying the timeline, but there's small changes, which is what the retcon with the reboot is supposed to be, right? So, this Superman is supposed to lead into that, like... Chris Nolan Superman? No, 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 no. This is what I'm saying is the costume is uh, going to lead to the rebooted Superman costume. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because uh, because what's going to happen is Flashpoint's going to end. Yeah. And then they're going to re-release you know Superman number one, Batman number one, Wonder Woman number one, Green Lantern number one, right? Um, instead of Hal Jordan becoming Bat, um, Evan Sir never died. So oh, Evan wow. Sir is the Green Lantern for that sector. So he's still alive. It's really it's interesting. And this is issue three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm it's, it's, it's really cool. Um. Well, well it was, what I was going to say is, in terms of the, the spoiler stuff, it's just like the blue costume type thing is based on the new reboot costume. So that's um, what he's going to look like in Superman 1 after this Flashpoint stuff. It's going to look like that new movie that's Superman. kind of an interesting concept, really. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Like, uh, I was I was reading them, and, and like, it's pretty badass. Um, well, no, there was one other thing I was going to say. Um, oh, uh, they've spoiled Batman, they've spoiled Superman. What are the movie? Avengers, yeah. Possible, it's been a pretty spoilerific summer. Oh, Ghost Rider preview finally came out. I never watched that yet. Looks mediocre. Um, the piss and fire has been turning off. Spider Man has been been kept under wraps. Well, they're shooting on soundstage. Yeah, yeah. The entire movie. Yeah. Which is kind of smart. Well, yeah. It's just the movie's gonna look kind of fakey, right? Even though they're trying to go for that real look. Comic-y, comic book. Like one of the things I liked about Spider Man is had that comic booky feel to it. Mm-hmm. Sammy did a really good job with that aspect of it, right? Mm-hmm. But then again, one of the best things about Batman Begins and Nolan's Batman is that it was it's a real. sense of reality to it, right? So, I guess well, it depends on the way. character. Yeah, that's true. Which characters it's lend all themselves about to what? Plot line. Like Dick Tracy is a really well done movie. It's true, and it looks really cartoony, one but movie. it works. <laughs> yeah, Ghetto Superstar. <laughs> oh yeah, he's in that. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited for Fucking that. Fucking incredible. The uh, well, that's it. We'll we'll close the fi- we'll close the cinephiles for now, and uh, we'll we'll see you soon. Yeah, we'll see you next issue. We'll see you next issue. I'm Toski. I'm Tito. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Wind, water, hot, go planet. By your powers combined, I am Captain Planet. Captain Planet, he's a hero. Gonna take pollution down to zero. He's a powers YMM Podcast is a T-Man Entertainment production. In association with Hyperphotonic Media. Find us at hyperphotonicmedia.com. <laughs> Fuck. Gonna take pollution down to zero. Gonna help him put asunder. Bad guys who like to loot and plunder. You'll pay for this, Captain Planet. We're the Planeteers. You can be one too. Cause saving our planet is the thing to do. Captain Planet has to say The power is yours